All right. So it is the 28th of May and so much shit is going on right now. Um, we kind of got to jump into a bunch of shit just to make it like an hour long episode. And I'm reluctant to start off to, to, to start off this way, but I feel like I have to. Um, so you have brought up many times um, the fact that Nick Mullen from Cometown uh, worked at the BSO, right? Mm-hmm. So I hit him up to figure out when he worked there. And he did work there while Andrew and I were there. What do you mean you hit him up? I asked him when he worked at the BSO and he... He told me that he worked there either in 2012 or 2013. So definitely while Andrew was there and maybe while I was there, even though he was in the basement doing telefunding. Um, that motherfucker texted you back. He didn't text me. I hit him up on Instagram. He DM'd you back. Yeah. He's not a fucking celebrity. He's just a normal fucking dude. Yeah, but he probably gets so many like DMs and shit, you know? I mean, not re- my track record with hitting up moderately, quote, famous people is pretty good because they're just normal fucking dudes. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I mean, my point is that there's so many probably that hit him up like. Yeah, but I'm not being like, dude, you're so funny. Blah, blah, blah. gay. Duh, 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 duh. Tell me. Tell me I'm gay, dude. And I was literally like, I like brought you up in it. I was like. Dude, my friend keeps on talking about how you worked at the BSO. Like, can you fucking tell me when you did so I can tell my friend to shut the fuck up? So. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. So we worked there at the same time. Oh, nice. Um, Stavros, I know, is getting pretty big. He was mentioned on Ari Shafir's podcast, like, the other day with Mark Norman. Oh, hold on. The popo is coming. The gay police are coming for you. <laughs> no, Stav's great. I saw him um, at Joe Squared. I saw him at Joe Squared uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. He's great. I think we talked about this on the podcast like a hundred times. Yeah, he rules. It was yeah. a very. It was that was that was a very funny show. I'm just saying it was weird to hear Mark Norman. Uh, I mean, these the their show, and I hate talking about other podcasts on our show, but I mean, like, it doesn't matter. But like, they make. So much money. They are one of the biggest podcasts in the country, if not the world. So, like, they are very famous people. And, like, right. they're also... At least two-thirds of them are really good stand-ups. Yes, yeah. But enough yeah. about them. We gotta... Nope, we gotta... I gotta do it. I gotta cut it real hard. We're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's gonna put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm gonna, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, I'm never going to have sex again. All right. We're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right. So, so much stuff has been happening today that we kind of got to get really, we got to like get shit rolling in order to pack it into an hour. So, let me Full hit this real quick. I don't know shit. I didn't look at shit, man. I've just been working. What else is due? Well, speaking of real quick, on my route today, one of the the houses in the rural area just had this giant fucking um, tapestry on his like in his garden hung up of John F. Kennedy's face. It was really weird. That's it was just so John sick. F. Kennedy's face. I hope he's like a QAnon guy, and he was doing that because JFK Jr. is alive. 
but it's not like there was like any kind of it was just the face. It's not like there was any like it was uh, just his face hairs or anything. You know, it was just his face. Isn't he on a piece of currency? No, I thought JFK Wait, yeah, was on a thing. The fifty cent. He's on the fifty cent piece. The fifty cent piece. It's either the fifty cent piece or the dollar piece. Andrew, what is he on? So, all right, he yeah. is on the the John F. Kennedy half dollar. First minted in 1964, is a 50-cent coin currently issued by the United States Mint. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for letting us know what he's on. Um, So, yeah, so there's so much shit going on right now that we kind of got to get into a bunch of stuff. But um, first off, eh, okay, let's do the easy one. On the last episode, you brought up um, Trump and Twitter. And to refresh people... We're going to give a little little rewind. So this is what you had said previously. Wee whip. Also, did did Twitter ever take any of his tweets down for being in and having inaccurate information about like COVID-19 and stuff, like how other things are doing? I mean, I don't know. All right. So, yeah. So you had said that shit before you kind of uh, saw into the future. You willed this into existence. So now uh, in the time between the two recordings, what had happened is Trump said that he was going to do an executive order to um, what uh, stifle the anti-conservative bias on social media. Have you been following any of this stuff? No. That's a big fucking surprise, bud. I mean, I looked at the I looked at the headlines. So the whole thing involves um, it's a specific article with it. I'm trying to pull it up just so, uh, or it's section two thirty, um, and it has to do with the Federal Trade Commission or some shit or the Commerce Department, I think. But basically, it it, it has to do with uh, the liability that private companies have with third party people using their shit essentially from, from my basic understanding of it. So a lot of that has to do with um, like what a company like Facebook in, in the context of what's happening now, what was signed today, the executive order that was signed today, Thursday, basically what's happening is uh, based on the results of that social media summit that happened last summer Trump thinks that there is an anti-conservative bias in social media. And it's a very common thing that a lot of conservatives and Republicans or whatever have been saying where they are alleging that their shit gets censored more than anybody else. And censored is a very loose term because all this shit started this week because Trump was fact-checked. So what's happening is uh, on Tuesday, literally while we were recording, I think the last episode where you brought up Trump and Twitter, he posted some shit about mail-in voting that was flagged by Twitter as being bullshit. And he went on a two-day fucking rant about uh, anti-conservative bias in social media or whatever. So now he signed uh, this executive order where they have to like clearly define... um, that article or that section or whatever the fuck it is. So basically now what's going to happen is they're trying to edit the amount of control that like Facebook and Twitter will have 
on people posting on their site and then also set up a way for people who get fact-checked, censored, banned, whatever, to sue the site for effectively violating their right of free speech. They, you don't really have free speech when you're using a private company's app. They can make up whatever rules they want. I don't understand. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you can't, it doesn't, it only pertains to public things. Like freedom is, freedom of speech only pertains to like the public, you know, it doesn't, when it comes to, if you're using an app, the only free speech you have is to use that app or not. And the app can make up whatever rules they want regarding who they want to kick off and you know, the only things that they would probably have is discrimination based on race and sexual orientation and that kind of stuff. But other than that, I mean, they can make up any rules they want on their platform. So to quote an NPR article, I think this is NPR. Oh, sorry, this is New York Times. Um, under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, online companies have broad immunity from liability for content created by their users. But the draft of the executive order, which refers to what is called, quote, selective censoring, would allow the Commerce Department to try to refocus how broadly Section 230 is applied and to let the Federal Trade Commission bulk up a tool for reporting online bias. It would also provide limitations on how federal dollars can be spent to advertise on social media platforms. So that is kind of the the, the, the technical bullshit of this and this is like being backed by like marco rubio and josh hawley and uh what matt gates and all that shit are like real real hard about all this shit right now but all this came from trump finally being fact-checked um on twitter yeah well it's just fucking funny because i mean (laughs) they're so stupid because as, as soon as they're not in power if this kind of thing is still in place i mean we could just do the same thing to them i mean it's just going to be a back back and forth you know of and again it, the these companies could actually probably pull together and go to the supreme court with us because the scary thing about that is if it does go to the supreme court it it would be more in favor of of a republican than a democrat or a conservative more of a liberal right now um but a lot of like legal scholars from what i've been reading you know people who are like judges or or professors or whatever are basically saying that this is fucking bullshit and it's all just like pandering to his base right but i mean we've already seen uh gorsuch, gorsuch sided with the liberal justices at one point in time and same with um same with Kavanaugh, you know, they've, they've, they've actually, you know, there's definitely a bias, but they've, they've both have shown, uh, that they can side with the liberal justices at different points in time, you know, uh, and with this one, it's just too clear. Like the constant, like it's just too clear because again, it's a private company. I mean, and I'm sure they would have the foresight to see that this is just Trump acting out and not understanding that um, that if they were to if they were to go along with this, then down the road it would just hurt them in the long run because 
you know, then the, the, the liberals would use it against conservatives, you know, for the same reason later on, you know? Yeah. Cause, well, cause I mean, Fox news and CNN, they're obviously biased and, and in one way or another, I mean, this could just be used against them now. You know what I mean? So. Well, it's going to be a slippery slope now. Um, cause like I had mentioned, it's setting up a way for like, if you get like a post taken down or if you get, you know, uh, deactivated or if you get post blocked or whatever, you can put in Facebook jail. They're trying to set up a way where now you could directly go to the attorney general or someone, you know, similar to that and then file a lawsuit against Twitter or Facebook or, or whoever. I mean, I would argue you could have done that anytime, you you know, there's no, you can, you can always sue someone for anything. So I don't. So in order, let me, let me quote the Hill here, an article posted today by the Hill. The president claimed that the order would strip the liability protection from companies that censor content, have bar work with states to develop regulations and ensure government funding does not go to companies that suppress free speech. The order also instructs the Federal Trade Commission to prohibit social media companies from engaging in any deceptive acts or practices affecting commerce, Trump said. We're here today to defend free speech from one of the greatest dangers it has faced in American history, frankly. And you know what's going on as well as anybody. It's not good, Trump told reporters. He accused social media companies of having unchecked power to censure, restrict, edit, shape, hide, alter virtually any form of communication between private citizens or large public audiences. He also said that if he were able to shut down Twitter, he would. Yeah, right. That's his whole fucking that that's his life stream. And that's an interesting thing to bring up is that arguably the reason why Trump became popular during his initial campaign was because he was able to really use Twitter to his advantage. That's been his preferred mode of communicating with his base since the jump. Yeah, for sure. And this also gets into, I don't know, it. it it kind of gets into an interesting thing now where the president of the United States is acknowledging the importance of social media, right? And acknowledging the importance of the internet. And now this, I mean, like you could tie this into a lot of the stuff where people are talking about like, I don't know, is the internet a utility, right? Is the able, the ability to communicate with people over the internet, over social media, a utility as opposed to like something private that you have to deal with, you know? Right. Because it's so ubiquitous and so widespread, it's so universal, right? Yeah. I mean, I would argue it is a utility, but at the same time, this isn't about the internet. It's about a a company's private servers and what they decide to do with, you know what I mean? Like, it all goes back to Twitter just being its own company. I mean, it it can regulate itself. You have the power to download it or not. You know what I mean? But if you download it, they have their own their own little constitution is that thing you say agree or disagree to. And that's, that's an their- inter- yeah, no, that's a that's an interesting part of all of this is that like Either Trump doesn't understand or if you want to give him a lot of credit, he wants to reform the role that social media plays in our lives, right? 
Because if he wants, if he wants the government to step in at this level to where they're regulating who can can be censored and what happens if you do get censored or whatever, like, so now that like all these arguments about free speech, if if they kind of go into this private sector of social media, then like, is social media still a private entity or is it now something more than that? Um, it's a, I would argue it's a private entity. I mean, it's got a fucking, it's, it's got an acronym on the stock market. I mean, it is a private company. Their stocks went down today too. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's a private company. The internet itself, I would argue is a utility, but this, we're not talking about the internet. We're talking about something that is on the internet. You know what I mean? Like the airwaves for radio is a public utility, but the show that gets broadcasted on them is their own little private company, unless it's NPR. You know what I mean? And it's it it it's it's an interesting thing to sort of bring up with the radio stuff because I've seen people argue that like honestly, Twitter and Facebook and social media have given conservatives and right wing pundits the largest platform that they've had since people on the radio in the nineties. Right. You know? And so Trump saying that there's this anti-conservative bias, there's this anti-Republican bias, there's a pro-liberal bias. No, it's just there. They say horrible racist shit all the time and they get flat for that. And it's just these, these companies are just, you know, basically have anti-discrimination laws that are put against them. You can't just have people putting in hate speech and shit like that on their platforms or, you know, disinformation about COVID, you know, and things like that, or things that are, that could be harmful to people's health. I mean, they have a responsibility to at least try to regulate within themselves how they feel about it. You know what I mean? Now, Mark Zuckerberg would disagree with you because he went on TV today it was recorded a day or two ago and he argued that what Twitter did was wrong, that social media should not be a fact checking device, should just be somewhere where you can post whatever you want and that they shouldn't have the responsibility of determining what is responsible or not responsible or what is real or was not as real. Again, I would agree with that if it was a public entity. It's not. It's a private entity. Again, you know, they have their own terms of agreement. It's crazy. You know, this, this, it just stops right there. It's a private company. It has to adhere to public laws. But, you know, uh, I don't know. It has to adhere to like anti-discrimination laws and and things like that. But that's it. I mean, it can do whatever it wants, basically, when it in terms of, you know, if it says it, it just can't say you can't if it says if it says something like if you're black, you can't join. Then that would be discriminatory and that would be a, a mark against them. But to say, like, welcome to Twitter. Thanks for joining. Just let you know, here is our terms of agreement. You can't put up what we feel as disinformation. 
and you're agreeing to that. And then whatever they decide is disinformation is what they decide. Again, you don't have to use it. You don't have to use Twitter. If you disagree with them, you don't have to be on it. But it's so fascinating that Twitter and social media have become so ingrained in society, American or global, that like, you know, obviously like it's fucking crazy that politicians in general are using social media and like people have written or written like books and have done like studies and papers and all this shit about like how it's fucking crazy that politicians now have a direct link to their constituents or to the public. I don't know enough about that to really get into it to speak either way, but like it is very interesting living in this time now where something that 10 years ago was just like a weird throwaway joke for young kids like Twitter and Facebook now is something that like the fucking president is like freaking the fuck out about and signing executive orders over. Like he literally is throwing a fucking tantrum that ended in an executive order because he made posts on a stupid fucking website. And then the website was like, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. And what's what's shitty is that now there's going to be taxpayer dollars that go into, a, a, you know, fighting a lawsuit against the government by probably a team of social, it might not just be just Twitter. Twitter might team up with, I guess not Facebook because since Facebook disagrees with them, but it's going to be fun to watch, like to watch the, uh, the Facebook versus Twitter divide because the dude from Twitter straight up, like I defend what we did. It's our responsibility to make sure that like people aren't posting bullshit as facts on our fucking website. I mean, if we had a truly non-biased Supreme Court, it would get striked down so fucking fast that not much money would even be uh, – they wouldn't even take it up, I don't think. If, it, if we had a truly non-biased thing, it wouldn't even brought, be brought up. It's so clear that Twitter has the right of way to this. And I'm not, not – necess- I don't really – I'm not saying I like Twitter or I'm not behind – I'm just saying when it comes to our constitution and just the fact that it's a private company – it's just, it stops right there. It's a private company. I mean, you have the, it's just like car insurance. The reason why there's a mandate for you to have car insurance and be, is because you don't have to have a car. If you have to have a car, if you get a car, you have to get car insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if everybody had to buy a car, if the government said you have to buy a car, that'd be different, but you don't have to buy a car. But if you buy a car, you have to have car insurance. That's not really an infringement on your rights as a, uh, as it, you, the government's not saying you need to purchase something private. You just, if you choose to buy a car, you have to get car insurance. Yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, this is the same exact thing. If you choose to download Twitter, you have to adhere to their little constitution that they have for themselves. Yes. All right. So you now, agree? I mean, I think that this is fucking stupid. I'm, I'm saying according to um, according to the laws we have in place and everything, you know, you can argue that the government has the right to take over Twitter or something like that. I mean, I, I think that Twitter has the right to deem whatever they want to be appropriate on their fucking site. Yeah. You know, I, if you want to get into like responsibility of shit, that's where I kind of don't care and don't know enough about, but like, 
there's there's probably an app out there like you know conservative mingle where it's like conservatives dating app i mean that's obviously got a bias against liberals but it's a private company it's allowed to do that i mean my whole thing with it at the end of the day as of like right now as of this recording with stuff that's coming in about it with what it I think this is fucking stupid. I think this is Trump being a little dick baby bitch about being fucking called out finally. I think that this is only going to galvanize his base and make them sort of more into this argument that there's a liberal bias against them even though there fucking isn't. There's a difference between checking opinions and checking fucking facts. This isn't stifling your free fucking speech because the police aren't coming and fucking scooping you up out of your fucking house for posting something that says that Hillary Clinton's a fucking lizard. Like it's, that isn't what's fucking happening. And it's, it's not infuriating because it's not that important. It's just fucking stupid. And it's distracting from actual things that are happening in the country. But I do want to move on because there's a bunch of shit that's going down. Okay. Let's move on because I think it's clear how we both feel about it. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. It's entertaining maybe, but it's fucking stupid. So, are you aware of the shit that went down in Central Park with that dude? Yes. Mm-hmm. Although I didn't watch the real video. I watched some like, like probably CBS. Like, so like there was always a, a reporter interrupting the video being like, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I watched. So I didn't watch the full video of what actually went down. So, yeah. So, Chris, but I, I mean, I think. Did you know that Christian Cooper the guy who videotaped the incident, right? The man involved. Bird. Yeah. The, the bird guy. Yeah. He worked with Marvel and was integral. He was really uh, involved in their integrating queer characters like into their stories. Okay. So he's like this old head of like gay culture and like nerd culture it's like some fucking Harvard educated dude or whatever who's just like really into fucking like bird watching. He's like really into fucking birds and he's into fucking comics. Yeah. I mean, I heard him talk. I mean, he, yeah, it seems like a great guy. And so like, yeah, just for anyone who've it's inter this. And then the next thing we're going to talk about are very interesting because they happened in the same week, basically around the same time. And it's so interesting to kind of see where our country's at right now. So for people who aren't aware for some fucking reason, by the time this comes out, and if you don't know about this, shame on you, you're a fucking idiot. But like, dude was watching birds in Central Park in an area where you like have to have your dog on a leash and all that bullshit. And um, a white lady had a dog off a leash. He confronted her and was like, yo, can you fucking leash your dog? Like, this is a bird area. What the fuck? They started exchanging words. He started recording the confrontation and any, okay. Anyone who is getting into any type of confrontation at all needs to record it. You need to record anytime you think shit is about to pop off. Just anyone in general, especially if you're any type of minority, if you're an ethnic minority, a social minority, a sexual, like anything. What do I mean? Yes. You want, you check off all the boxes, but like if anyone ever starts getting in your face or shit starts popping off, fucking record it. Right. Everyone should be recording anything that's about to go fucking crazy. Just so that you have a arguably objective view of, of, of what is about to go down. So this lady effectively said to him, I'm going to call the cops and tell them that an African-American man is threatening me. 
And then she went on to do that. Said that an African-American man is threatening her life. They both fucking left. The cops showed up. Nothing fucking happened. He posted about it on Twitter. It went fucking viral. She got identified. She lost her job and she had to give her dog away because of the way she was like treating the dog in the park and shit. But this shit is fucking crazy because like people are arguing online and I want to hear your take on this. People are arguing at this point, if you are falsely accusing an African-American male of threatening you like she did, that is tantamount to attempted murder, knowing that in America, when police respond to those type of calls, they do so aggressively. Yeah, well, I think the the laws that's trying to they're trying to get through is that if you do something like that, it could be tantamount to a hate crime. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the backlash that she has received from this event has basically been, oh, hey, you tried to get this dude fucking killed over a stupid fight in the park because, you know, goddamn well, as a white woman, when you say an African-American man is threatening my life, you know what could happen. You know, probably what will happen is they're going to come down with fucking force. Yeah. Now, that is that in her mind? Is she actually thinking, I want to get this guy murdered? I don't think so. But um, but that is the that is what can happen if the cops come and and aggressively go after this guy for something he obviously didn't do. And she's a fucking dumbass. She saw him filming. I mean, why would she say these things on the telephone when calling the police? I mean, even if I even if I was going to say the things that she was going to say and then I look at him, oh, he's filming me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the things that she said on the phone. She's just a fucking idiot. And the way she was handling her dog was just disgusting. Um, I have evolved my views on it. I, it's funny. I, uh, I was talking to this girl about it and I was like, cause at first I was like, man, like this is, this could be a learning experience for someone. We shouldn't just like always ruin all these people's lives all the time. That's right? the great part is that the fucking dude in it was like, yeah, I didn't want her fucking life to be ruined. Like that kind of sucks, but like you get what you get, you know? But this could have been, it's different because we should, we should want people to change and learn from experiences rather than just fucking destroying their fucking lives. You know, for, she should, she should know better. And she probably has some really messed up idea of African-Americans, obviously, from that video. I mean, what she did was obviously racist. And she, like, posted a bunch of stuff being like, I didn't mean for it to be racist. I'm not a racist, blah, 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 like, all that kind of shit. But, like, let's do this, right? So you're a business owner. She was, like, what, an investment banker, whatever? Which is funny in itself. I like how the investment bank's like, we don't want anybody racist working for us. It's like, bitch, you got, like, a thousand fucking racists. Yeah, your entire empire is built on the backs of fucking minorities that you've uh you fucked over yeah you're taking homes away from and shit get the fuck out of here yeah yeah, so that that is very comical to me i i agree with that so in reality she's the perfect asset for them she's doing exactly what they kind of are into people doing she just got caught but so Mm -hmm. let's say you're a business owner and your employee gets caught up in a viral situation like this where your employee calls the cops on uh an unarmed black man saying that they're threatening her right Mm -hmm. and again i need to say it 
I don't care what your commentary is on it. Both of us are dudes. We can't speak to the female experience being confronted in any way by a man. Maybe she did feel threatened to an extent. I don't fucking know. I obviously don't have. What? Is Sarah there? Sarah's not coming on to give you your weird. No, that isn't happening right now. The female perspective. No. Yeah. She's not doing the female perspective. Okay. Um, that's no, not happening. But like, <laughs> no, we're not. I'm not getting into that right now. But either, obviously, we're both dudes. Um, even though you're a little gay Speaking guy. Sal. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if she did feel threatened, like maybe she did, maybe she didn't. I don't fucking know. But let's say that you own a company and your employee is caught up. Like you're her boss. Would you have fired her? I don't know. I think I, w- I would have openly suspended her and made her apologize and made her like go through some sort of classes or something of like, you know what I mean? I don't know because if you fire her and then now she's known as a person who did this, she could have a learning experience and change, but now she's completely unhirable and she's just going to end up doing drugs in the street, dying or suicide or whatever. Like, I don't think that's the right way to go either. But I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that. I mean, uh, I, I think there's a better way to go about it. Um, I think what she did was wrong, but I also think that we need to be a little more. We need to find more solutions to problems rather than just going straight to ruining people's lives. You know, even though you could argue that she was about to ruin his life if the cops came, you know, and whatever. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like if she was my employee and she went viral for, you know, calling the cops and saying, falsely saying that he was threatening her life, I would have fired her because I don't want to be associated with that person. I don't want them to represent my company. And I, and I understand that this, if it wasn't as serious and I'm not going to really weigh in on whether I do or do not believe that this could be considered attempted murder, you know, but it's I, fucked up. it is definitely but, fucked up. I think it's fucked up, but I don't think she realized how fucked up it was at the time. I just don't think so. I don't I think she was it, going. I find it hard that. to believe that she didn't understand what she was doing. Like, yes, I understand that maybe she didn't think what I'm doing is going to get this guy killed, but also I find it hard to believe being like a person in 2020 in America that you would be ignorant to the treatment of your average African-American person by the police. Well, also, you'd have to say, let's say the cops came and killed this man. Mm -hmm. How do you think she would have reacted? Do you think she would have been like, oh, my God, I can't believe that this happened? Or do you think she would be like, he tried to like, you know, she would still play along with it and still be like, or do you think she would feel empathy and sorrow and and, uh, like apologetic? Do you think she would be? hurt by what she actually had done or do you think she would have just kept on playing the whole fake card i would imagine that she would feel guilty but i still think that she would have been responsible for his death even though she didn't you know pull the trigger or put her knee on the back of his neck or whatever like her mm-hmm. call exaggerating the situation is the reason why the police showed up. The police are the bullet, you know, and her cell phone was the gun or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I it's it's a tough one. Uh, my views have evolved more in favor of uh, of of basically everyone that what they're saying is like, you know, uh, I, I don't know if I would have fired her, but I'm not totally completely against the idea of firing her. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm basically like, fuck her in a way. But I also, I, I'm saying fuck her, but I also wish that we can come to a place where, you know, there's some, like a road to redemption for people, because I think it's much better story for people to, we hear about, you know, white supremacists that were former white supremacists that have now evolved and now they come out and do speeches against their past and I think that's an admirable thing to do. And um, I think if we go more in that direction with these people, I think that's a better way to go. Because right now you're giving ammunition to people that feel the opposite way to just, you know, I think it's just going to get worse and worse because I definitely see how like really fucked up racist people are just going to recruit more and more people because of the way that the, these kind of things are getting handled. You know, I think there's a discussion here about that. You know what I mean? She's fucked up. I think we all agree that she's fucked up. But I think the solution to the problem, I think there's I think there's better solutions, you know, than, than completely going out and destroying someone's life like that. Because I think she's, she might, I mean, actually, she might not be completely fucked because, you know, as time goes on, people will forget, you know, I don't really think that what happened to her is like an overblown response. I think that not like to do the whole like stupid game, stupid prizes thing, but she knew exactly what she was doing to an extent. I, I, I don't think you can really argue against that. She would have had to have been aware of the potential consequences. And as such, she in calling the police falsely claiming that this man was threatening her. She then made herself responsible for the potential outcome. One of which being this man dies. The other being that she gets found out and like has to deal with, with those repercussions and that being her being a social pariah and her being fired and, and her life being ruined or whatever. And like, I get that. I don't think that that I don't think that like your life being ruined should be something that like a court does. You know what I mean? It's like like I don't think that 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 should be like a punishment given from on high to you. But I feel like in this case specifically, like it's sort of a social organic response to what had happened. And I don't think anything negative about it. Like this dumb bitch did this and now you have to deal with the fucking consequences of your fucking actions. So you potentially had a guy killed by the police over a dumb argument involving your fucking dog. And so because of that, like, yeah, you got to fucking deal with now being the most hated person on the internet for the next 48 hours. I would be more happy with her going to jail for, uh, something like a hate crime. And then, learning from her mistakes, getting out and then, you know, dealing with that as a consequence. That's what I would say. I don't I even say. know if that's off the table though. Cause there have been talks about like fake police report stuff happening now, you know? 
So like yeah. that becomes a whole thing now too, is like this, this story is very fresh and it's obviously not over. And I would hope that she uses this as a learning experience. Maybe she does become an advocate for civil rights or she, you know, talks about her experience or whatever. I hope she doesn't write a fucking book. I, I won't read it unless it's like really bad, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, again, yeah, fuck her, whatever. I just hope in the, I just hope we eventually get to a point where it's not just like, uh, I just think we have such a issue with not having any road to redemptions because I don't think the answer is just like, because also if it goes back to like, do you believe in prisons? Really? I mean, like, uh, I don't know. Like there's, there's always like rehabilitation, that kind of stuff. Like that's more of a, you know, if you, if you don't believe in prisons and you believe in like more rehabilitation, then this is kind of like the, a lot of people are just like being hypocrites on that. You know, I feel like a lot, a lot of people always talk about abolish prisons and then they go and talk about this in a certain way where they just, you know what I mean? Like, but if you don't agree with prisons then this would be your optimal outcome because she's not going to fucking jail, she just lost her fucking job and lost her livelihood. And now she's a social pariah. That's a good point. You know, I don't want to, I don't want it to seem like I'm defending her. I'm, I'm not defending her in a sense. I'm, I'm more defending, uh, just the, um, I just would like a better solution for any any of these type of cases. And also, again, like this is very fresh, so we haven't really seen this like be flushed out. Yeah. So we'll. But again, fuck her, and also the way she treated her dog, like that's so fucked up. Yeah, fuck her. I have zero sympathy for her. Um, and we'll see what happens. And if anything interesting happens, we'll we'll cover it. We're actually doing really good organizationally because now we're into the third third of our show. We're going to talk about the shit in Minnesota. And I really want to say this off the top. Um, I was living in Baltimore when the Freddie Gray shit went down. Were you living here when that happened? No, I think I was in Portland. Okay. So I was here when the Freddie Gray shit went down. I remember it very vividly. All right. I am very reluctant to comment upon riot situations as they're unfolding, as someone who lived through the Freddie Gray stuff, the Baltimore riots, the Baltimore uprising, whatever you want to fucking call it. I was here for it. What I saw on the ground, what people who I know who documented it firsthand saw was very different than what was in the media. And with that in mind, everything that we're about to say about Minnesota has been given to us, given to me from social media or from the news media, all right? And this shit gets sensationalized, gets blown out of proportion. I'm reluctant to... I'm not going to really give opinions about it because I want to wait until the proverbial dust settles to really figure out what's going on. And and again, full disclosure, I know nothing about this. I didn't hear about this at all. So this is all news to me. Like, So let's get into this, it. All right. So I think it was... I don't know what day it was. I think it was on Tuesday. It might've been on Wednesday. Now I need to look just to, to get that right. Because I, I, I feel really shitty if I, if I get this wrong, but George Floyd was his name. Um, he 
the cops were called on him for, let me see when the fuck this actually happened because it, it happened in the last two days, but regardless, he got the cops called on him for like writing a bad check at a deli or whatever. All right. Uh, and I'm trying to read anything, but it's not giving me a fucking date. Um, sorry. I'm really trying to find a fucking date on this and no one's fucking giving it to me right away. So whatever. Hmm. My scotch is terrible. Sorry, go ahead. What scotch are you? Talk about your scotch for a second while I try and find a date. So I got this scotch and it was $27 because, you know, I'm trying to save money right now. And usually I drink like 60 to to $100 scotches. And it's just not very good. Okay. Uh, I don't want to say the name. Oh, actually I can. McClellan's. Yeah, if they suck, say it. If it's good, don't say it because they're not paying us advertising. Gotcha. McClellan's sucks. Or at least the Highland one, single mot. All right. So let me get into it. So on Monday, George Floyd is a 46-year-old guy who, if you listen to Southern Rap, did a bunch of tracks with a DJ screw under the name Big Floyd. And it's fucking good. And I'm hoping at the end of this, Andrew will be able to play us out instead of our outro music with a big Floyd track. We'll Why? See. That'll get us flagged. Not if it's under a certain amount of time. It won't be a copyright thing. I think you can do it under a certain amount of time. Not and, on YouTube, dude. I don't know. Andrew, can we do it? Yes, we will do this for big Floyd. Okay. So whatever no. he said is, uh, is what we're going to do. Um, anyway, the cops got called on him for like writing a bad check at a deli or some shit. He resisted uh, a fight ensued or whatever. Like the cops beat the shit out of him and the cops put the back uh, or they put their knee on the back of his neck while he was on the ground for like eight minutes and people recorded it. So he's on the ground, cop knee on his neck. He's like, I can't fucking breathe. My neck hurts. My head hurts. Everything hurts. You guys are killing me like all this shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So for eight minutes, he's on the ground being choked out by this cop's knee, he ends up dying in police custody later on. Right? So he's fucking yeah. dead. People start freaking the fuck out about it. Protesting starts happening, which then leads to rioting. Mm-hmm. So in Minneapolis, where all this shit went down, protesters or rioters or whatever, they looted a target, they burned... Like an auto zone, they looted in O'Reilly's auto parts. They looted an Aldi. Like shit's popping off up there right now. The National Guard's coming in. Like all this shit. The cop who's on video choking him out with his knee got fired, but as of right now has not been arrested or isn't being prosecuted for the murder, even though there's a bunch of protesters. Like people fucking lined up around his house as like a picket line and they're like refusing to let fucking Uber Eats people come in to like bring them food and stuff. Like shit's popping off in Minnesota right now. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But like all this shit's happening because Big Floyd got fucking murdered by the cops. Damn. Yeah. This is crazy. I heard about I heard about that part, but I didn't know I didn't know it was in Minnesota. I didn't know there was riots happening. But hot damn, dude. Yeah, the riots happened, like, I think last night. I think on Wednesday night is when they started to happen. But 
a couple of buildings got burned down or, you know, trashed or whatever. Um, a, a guy who, someone who owns a pawn shop shot a looter. Like, I know there was a bunch of protests happening and then like they fired tear gas into the crowd. They were shooting rubber bullets. A bunch of people got all fucked up for protesting police violence. And then because of that, things went over the edge and then the protesters got violent to the best of my understanding. The protests were peaceful and then the cops started, you know, tear gassing, rubber bulletsing people. And then shit went fucking crazy. There was also sympathetic protests in LA happening. There was one on, on one of the big highways there where they tried to shut down traffic and like a cop hit some dude with his car and they like busted out all the windows and shit. But there's a lot of footage of people like trashing cop cars and, and, and a bunch of crazy shit happening. And then right now at the time of this recording, apparently the rioting has moved to St. Paul and the rioters have stolen riot gear from the riot police. So now the rioters have riot shields and helmets and billy clubs and shit. <coughs> Damn. And they're well, like riding at the police stations and stuff. Stop killing unarmed black people. I don't understand like what the problem is. I mean, there should be riots like fuck off. Like, I mean, if, if th- this, it's funny because I mean, it's not funny. They, this is like, we're not learning from it and then you know you hear stories about this and then blue lives matter people just keep on there's like more like they get stronger um because nobody you know you know black lives matter is a real thing and um people don't understand that black people don't feel like their lives do matter because of situations like this i Mm -hmm. mean it's crazy and it was the, the cop was white right oh yeah I don't know. I just was making sure because, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, I don't know. So, um, about the cop, um, I got to find his name, uh, very quickly because his name is very close to a former coworker and friend of mine's name. So much, Hmm. so much that you made sure it wasn't him. No, so much so that, uh, so the guy who, um, killed him is Derek M. Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N. And he's already been doxxed. You can look up all of his shit. That's the dude who killed Big Floyd. I have a friend named Derek M. Chavez, C-H-A-V-I-S. And he has been getting death threats on Instagram since this shit went down because illiterate pieces of shit have been thinking that Derek Chavez is Derek Chauvin. Well, that's just pure. I mean, man, that sucks for your friend. He's got to be like, dude, I'm not that dude. Yeah. Dude, I'm not that dude. And dude, they, I'm not like, that dude. they look exactly opposite. Like, you know, my friend, like he just got married. Like he's a Sounds Latino. He, yeah, he, he, I, I would imagine. So I think he's part Latino, but he's, he's like a very openly gay man living in Baltimore. You can tell by all the shit on his fucking Instagram, what his lifestyle is. And he's getting all these threats because people think that he's a racist cop in Minnesota who killed an unarmed black man. That's funny. Yeah. And, I mean, not funny for him. But no, I mean, yeah. I think, I don't know if he's like shook up or if he thinks it's like shitty, but he posted about it. And I, I asked him if I could kind of bring that up as like something that it's very funny. Yeah, like, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> it's just so funny that people who are trying to protest against this cop killing this unarmed black dude can't even like take the time to like spell check the fucking name before they start sending out hate Instagram shit. That's the biggest problem with a lot of a lot of these people, man. A lot of this stuff. The world's gonna get real weird, especially because like people are getting dumber, but like activism is getting like heightened. So you're just getting stupid shit like this happening too, where completely innocent bystanders get a little fucked, you know. So yeah, and let me say, um, if I got any of the facts wrong about Big Floyd, and I know his his name is George, but his artist name was Big Floyd. That's how I like to think of him, you know. If I got anything wrong with Big Floyd or with the Central Park shit, like, sorry, but I, you know, it is what it is. I I've already seen people with like Big Floyd shirts. I'm like, how did you get that so fast? You know? Yeah, fucking <laughs> Who the rules. Fuck made- Big Floyd shirts and then sent him out like fucking, you know, express mail. Well, he was a thing back in the day. He was like a fucking dude back in the day and then yeah, got his shit together and moved to Minnesota, breathe. you know? Yeah, but these shirts said, I can't breathe. Well, that's, and, well, I can't breathe is from Eric Gardner. No, no, but the shirt said in support of oh. Big Floyd. Man, it takes fucking five minutes to make a shirt, you know? That shit happened when? Yesterday? Monday. Okay. Yeah, All right. Still, know. man. Who the fuck? Yeah, and also that means a business like totally took advantage of the situation. And now they're selling shirts like a day afterwards. Yeah, or they're giving them out or whatever. That's you know, neither here nor there. But yeah. um, yeah. If, if I got anything wrong, I'm sorry. I didn't fucking mean to. I'm I'm dumb. Just I, I'm drunk or stoned or just you know have that be the or excuse. Stuck. Are you drunk? And yeah, I had some drinks after work. Um. Am I drunk? No. Was I drinking? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but an interesting part about all this too is so the motherfucker who killed Big Floyd, um, he had have uh he had had charges brought up against him previously for like police misconduct, and uh, Amy Klobuchar declined to press charges on him. So this isn't the first incident of this motherfucker acting out of pocket. Right. He. I mean is like a known fucked up cop and Amy Klobuchar just, who was being that though, I mean, does she even know this name? Does she, she didn't have like, you know, I mean, so many things come across those people, de- people's desk, like to, to say that she's like responsible for that completely is like, ridiculous. I'm not saying she's responsible for anything. I'm just saying that it's, it, it is worth noting that Amy Klobuchar who was being, tapped or being you know talked about as biden's number one pick for vp is someone who failed to prosecute this person multiple times for charges brought up against him for police misconduct Uh even though i think it was today she went on tv and was like yeah that dude needs to be fucking charged with murder and like Kamala Harris is saying the same thing. And like a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork being like, fuck this dude, like charging with fucking murder. Well, now it might be time to uh, sell your first edition Amy Klobuchar Mander card. That's a good one, bud. That actually, that honestly is like pretty good. <laughs> that honestly is not a bad joke. You didn't laugh. Yeah, it was too funny to laugh. I'm thinking about it. That one made me think, bud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that. That kind of is like, uh, this is like a very serious episode. 
And sorry, there weren't a lot of fucking jokes, but like it's been a real that one made up for it, right? Yeah, that made up for it. Your 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 Klobuchar Mander joke really made up for everything. Um, Andrew, can you put in um the Charmander, Charizard, or what's it? Charmeleon, Char yeah, Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. Can you put in any of their sounds from the original Pokemon games right here? He's gonna be like, I can't find that fucking shit. <laughs> That rules. Um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything that you, anything else that you kind of wanted to bring up? Um, no. Okay. Well, that's, 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 that, that's it for, for today's, um, if anything changes with any of that shit, like we will cover it in the next episode. If, um, if anything that I said was like super wrong, I'll try to address that in the next episode as well. But I don't, I don't really think anything really was. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, pay attention to stuff in the news. And like, I know that the news is like a hotly debated thing right now, but like, you know, Trump's being a fucking pussy. Fuck that dude. Um, he isn't king of the internet. And also, it's fucking stupid because it's not going to go anywhere. He doesn't have the authority to do this stuff. And all this is going to do is just be a fucking stupid talking point for people who think that there's a liberal bias in the media to run their mouth some more about it. But there fucking it's isn't. And if there's a liberal bias, why is he the fucking president? Well, that's bitch. the whole fucking thing that makes no goddamn sense. If there really is, like, they're being censored at every turn. No one gives a shit about your opinion. You have the right to your opinion when it becomes, you know, hate speech. And I, I, I have a lot of feelings about hate speech and, and censoring people within, you know, like, I, it's a complicated matter. But, like, the fact is, like, if you have an opinion, no one fucking cares. But if you start saying stuff as fact and you get checked on those fucking facts, you can't fucking cry about it because you, you can't argue facts. Sorry, dude. It's the way the fucking world works. That's the way that reality works. There are fucking facts and there are fucking falsehoods. And if you claim a falsehood is a fact and get called out, you can't fucking cry to your fucking mom about it. All right. Yeah. Like boy. Yeah. We're, we're real fucking hard. We're a real hard cast, hard cast podcast, <laughs> but it's I say dude way too much. Hmm. I say, I, I said, I say dude way too much. I've been posting a lot of stories where I talk in the background. I've been noticing myself saying dude too much, you know? Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, RIP Big Floyd. Um, I'm glad we don't have to do RIP to the comic book guy. Um, I if if we can't play the Big Floyd DJ Screw shit now, um, go listen to it. It it's really fucking good. He fucking rules. Um, oh, real quick, on my way home from work today, I saw this crazy car that was black and yellow and had Wu Tang all over it and shit, and it was a fully Wu Tang car. And the driver was a white dude. Mm-hmm. It was like Wu Tang stickers all over it, and it was black and yellow. It was like professionally done to make this car a fucking Wu Tang car. I wish I would have fucking filmed it, but I didn't want the guy to fucking follow me home and beat me to death because I fucking was filming him. Just throw up the fucking, just like scream Wu Tang at him. You have more of a right to talk about Wu Tang than he does, being like 
barely a person of color. No, no, no. Don't don't make that rumor. I ain't a person of color. <laughs> God. I'm a fucking I mean, is that is that can you say that? A person of color doesn't color like Does that mean can you Are throw Are you 100% white, Jordan? No. Then you're a person of color. Really? That's how it works? Yeah. There's a specific name for like that bullshit blood rule that used to be back in the day where it was like the 36th or the 82nd rule or whatever the fuck it is where like if you could trace your heritage back to like your great great grandparents of being like not white then like under laws in certain states you weren't considered white. Like it's a whole fucking thing. Well I'm like over 50% Filipino. Yeah you're not purebred white so you're right, a person of color. Yeah, come at me. You're an oppressed like minority. Say certain things. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Throwing a beep there, Andrew. You can't say that now. What I was going to do is write it down so that you could have said something then it would have got beeped out, but you, you let them too far behind the curtain. Please just put a beep there so, so people don't think I'd like that there's nothing there because there is nothing there. You're so bad at this. You are so bad at behind the scenes. <laughs> Did we get any new countries that I could do, um, you know? No, we didn't. Uh, no, no, we didn't yet. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. We're, we're fucking done. Um, hopefully the next time we record things are as fucking heavy. I don't know. We, 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 we've had like pretty loosey goosey stuff for the past few episodes. So this is, I guess like the serious one. Um, but yeah, please tell your friends. Um, like, and subscribe, give us a good review. We got like another review or two recently, which was pretty cool. What are you talking about? From who? I don't fucking know. They don't tell you. What'd they say? It, it was just like a star review. We got another five star review. We have like six, five star reviews right now. What? On what? On the Apple podcast. By people we know? I don't know, Jordan. That doesn't tell you. But All like. Right, guys. All right. Peace. Like and subscribe. Uh, we have an Instagram. We're trying to do more on. We got a Twitter. I'm trying to do more on. Um, we'll see if Trump fucks with that shit. Um, you can email us at bolchevexygmail.com. You probably know how to get a hold of either of us independently. Feel free to do so. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Um, we have a Patreon where you get an extra episode a week. Um, Maybe we're going to go record that now. I don't know. We'll see. Andrew, play us out with Big Floyd or our other thing if we don't have enough money to do so. Bye.